morning, Ray. Good morning, John. How are you today? I'm good. Hey, happy Friday, man. Happy Friday. Were you expecting me to ask how you're doing? Yeah, you always ask me how I'm doing. Well, I'm not going to today. Well, you already did. Did I? Yeah. No, I didn't. I said happy Friday. No, you said, how you doing? I said, great, man. How are you? And then you said happy Friday. No, I didn't. None of that happened. Should we go back and listen? We can after the show is released. All right. After it's released? Yeah. (laughs) We can talk about it on the next episode after we listen to this one. All right. I'm going to put you through the... You know, I'm going to make you a listener, or you'll have to download the uh, the episode on iTunes. It, it automatically pops up. Yeah, there you go. I have to download it. Do you even know how this thing works? <laughs> you understand this actually gets you, published and broadcasted to... But it's not a radio signal, Ray. Uh, no. The data but, has to be downloaded to your phone for your phone to play it. No, it pulls it off of the mysterious intranet. It's internet. I know. And intranet is like within Internal. a company. Yes, I get it. Come on, Ray. I mean, this is like, do you even know how this thing works? <laughs> this is podcasting 101. I, I've told you, I've gotten my degree in podcasting. This was the first day of yeah. uh, your first class in podcasting. Yeah, it was like a 100 level course, Ray. Right. Your mail order. We'll get into the degree. two or three and 400 level stuff later. Okay. So they are, uh, interestingly enough, they are working on the plumbing in the uh, studio. Yeah. Uh, they're putting in some kind of mainline water shutoff valve, and right. I can hear the water running in the walls. Well, that means it's back on. I'm wondering if it does. I think it does. Well, if not, we got you, a bigger problem. Do we even know how any of this stuff works, Ray? <laughs> well, I mean, so far, the carpet's dry. Or at least well, That's a good sign, yes. Yes. And, uh, yeah, the soundproofing on the walls is maintaining its integrity. Yep. There's no drips. No drips and splashes. Right. So, uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Yes, and we hope you'll join us again. (laughs) We're out. No, that's not... Was that it? Were were we done? No, we're not. Oh, okay. We actually have topics, possibly some current events. You got something? Uh, I don't believe so. So, you ready for the weekend? I am. We should... uh, solemnly say that it is September 11th and we uh, remember those fallen heroes yep. from uh, 19 years ago, right? Wow, 19, huh? Yeah. How about that? Yeah, I remember that day. You remember that day? I do, yes. Very yeah. succinctly. I was uh, standing in a, a Dunkin' Donuts oh, really? waiting for my coffee when in, the first in, plane hit. In what town? In uh, Fort Lauderdale area. Okay. Yeah, Broward County. All right. The and home remember, of the discovered votes. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> those hanging chads. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and I remember uh, at, at first, they weren't sure if it was, uh, you know, an attack or a glitch in the, uh, what do you call it, the control towers at airports or... Right, or a malfunction or something. Right, and the first Pilot report air. was it was a small... Like Cessna type plane, they didn't realize it was an airliner when they yeah. were first discussing it. I can barely remember that. Yeah. And then they found the, the second one heading toward, and yeah, and then they were tracking the one that hit the. Yeah, bad stuff. We yeah, won't get man. into all the details. No, but yes, right, we right, but we remember and we uh, salute those heroes that that gave their lives, rushed into those buildings, trying to help. Yeah, and all those uh, the victims, the people who were were killed by that. Terrible event, but all right. right. There's a good movie, um, you know, kind of sad, uh, 
but it's got uh I want to say it has Tom Hanks in it. Really? I think so, but it's about a kid. Man, it was released probably 10 years ago. I'll have to Google it, maybe put it in the show notes. But it's about a kid and his father. Yeah, Tom Hanks was in it, and he was the dad. And his dad died in one of the towers. And, uh, you know, just kind of tells the kid's story of what all that is like. Wow. And his his dad, they they were uh, all about puzzles. And his dad left him like a puzzle, a map. You know, that they were going to do that weekend or something where he had this kid went all over New York City, you know, to find this little clue that his dad, you know, his dad like spent a month setting this thing up or something wow. with little map clues around the city. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, unfortunately the father passed, but the kid went on. That was what the movie was about is Him. all the people he encountered and, you know, all his experiences doing this one final kind of map puzzle that his dad put together. Wow. Interesting yeah, well, movie. Yeah, we... We by by rule uh, mm-hmm. do not watch sad movies. Oh, yeah. it's neither probably, neither my my wife nor I really appreciate tearjerkers. Uh, we're just yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I'm with you. I mean, why feed that into your brain? Yeah, why you know when yeah. when you can watch something that's going to make you laugh or make you a little excited with you know some yeah, adventure yeah. story or you know action. We both generate toward toward well, that. It's heartwarming, you know, like uh, some of those uh, films about a girl and her horse or something. Yeah, you know, no, a man I'm, and his dog. I'm out. I'm really? Out. Any yeah. of those? Oh yeah. yeah. What was that one with Richard Gere about that dog that wouldn't leave him alone? Yeah, no, never saw it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I have no no desire to it's see called it. Like Hino or Heiko or he. Yeah, yeah. Something. Yeah, I mean, you you can tell from the from the trailer. <laughs> It's gonna be yeah. If it's gonna be gonna tug your heartstrings. Yeah, no, I'm good. Thanks. Well, it is Friday, and uh, we are celebrating the end of a hard worked week here. Short week. It was with Labor Day. Yeah. Yeah. So a shortened week, and uh, yeah, we're we're excited. Of course, for our friends and family in the car business, it's probably been a long two weeks. Yeah, they probably didn't get off much last weekend. I have talked to a couple of people, uh, dealers and general managers who, uh, Labor Day was pretty good. Yeah. I've, I've heard good reports. Yeah. Good, you know, good. big Labor Day sale. That's one of the well, big I mean, car buying days of the year. Yeah. But hopefully, man, with this, you know, our nation beginning to open up. Right. You know, hopefully this is helping our car dealer friends and oh, yeah. salespeople. And, yeah. And, and then, everyone, yeah. the economy as a whole, right? And then tomorrow, you know what tomorrow is? Tomorrow is Saturday. Saturday. It's my favorite day of the year, Ray. Yep. Be a uh, lot of Saturday morning sales meetings. How do you think those are going to go? Yeah. <laughs> well, with the help of our podcast, hopefully there are dozens and dozens getting better across the country. Hundreds. Hundreds and thousands. Right. Getting better. And tomorrow will be a uh, reflection yeah. of the new positive energy and the Saturday morning sales meeting that, that you and I bring to the industry. Yeah, maybe they're listening to this right, our, our podcast we're recording right now, yeah. they'll be listening to that tomorrow morning. Yeah, well, I hope that you can produce some fine nuggets of wisdom for them to you know, play off of in those meetings. I think virtually every word that comes out of my mouth is has some... Fra- fraught with wisdom? Has some wisdom, some it glean is, of... It is dripping with wisdom. Ah. Uh, Soaked to what is that called when something is fully saturated? Yeah, it's saturated with wisdom Absolutely. so much so that it's leaking out yep. of every word that you yeah. speak. I mean, if if the sound of the water rushing yeah. 
through the walls yeah. came into the mic while yeah. we've been recording. It was the that, wisdom. It's really just the wisdom seeping out of your words. Yeah, <laughs> through every word. Well, fair enough. So today's top. Do we have any current events? First of all, uh, no, I'm good. Okay. Well, today's topic is going to be goals. Yeah. How to set them? How to attain them? The importance of goals. Right. How do we? How do we uh, deal with the whole subject of goal setting? Yeah. And do you need to get that right? I don't know what you're talking about. I see your phone ringing. Do you? No. Is that an iPhone? It is. Not a droid guy, are you? No. I've, I was my very first phone. I think I got. Uh, you know, my first smartphone. Right. Fifteen years ago was an Android. Yeah. And then, uh, interestingly enough, my father for Christmas one year gave me an Apple iPad. I think it was an iPad 2 and somewhere around 2006 or 8 or something. And uh, it wouldn't pair with my Android phone. So I had to go switch over to an iPhone. And I've been an Apple guy ever since. Yeah. My brother is a big Apple guy. I mean, he's yeah. all about Apple products, computers, TV. I mean, he's all over. Well, and the nice thing about it is if you have the laptop and the phone and the TV, they, they all sync talk. really seamlessly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was the last one in my family to switch to an iPhone. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I loved my Samsung. Yeah. I really liked my Samsung. Now, that, and Samsung is an Android, right? Android, yeah. Okay. It's, uh, Android It's operating. like the operating system. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was... And, and how they convinced me was that, you know, I was traveling at the time. And they said, well, if you have an iPhone, then we can FaceTime. Oh, right. Right? We can't FaceTime with you because you have a Samsung. Yeah. So I finally, kicking and screaming, switched to the iPhone. And I don't think they FaceTimed me once. Because <laughs> <You know, laughs> why would they? Right. <laughs> they don't want to hear all that wisdom. Right. Or, or they don't need to see me when they're talking to me. They just call. <laughs> So, Which, you know, I have a friend that FaceTimes us every day. Yeah. It's yeah. funny. I love it. Yeah. I mean, uh, there there are certain benefits to the, the Apple uh, yeah. list of uh, products. Well, I, I was over at uh, Dad's the other night, and we were going to watch a movie. And I said, oh, I forgot my laptop. I was going to stream it from my laptop to his TV. Right. And, you know, through an HDMI cable. Right. Well, I forgot it. Well, then I'm there, and uh, so like we tried his iPad. He's got two iPads. We tried both of those. Does he have a smart TV? No. Uh, He's got a big like 70 inch that has you know apps on it. It's like a console and it's 1,200 pounds. No, no. He likes his sports. He loves to watch uh, basketball. So he's he's from Kentucky. You gotta right. love basketball when you're from Kentucky. But anyway. I said, where is that Google Chrome I gave you for Christmas like two years ago? And I, I remember when I gave it to him, he said, I'm not putting that in my TV. That's how they keep eyes on you. Right, yeah. That's like, how they get you, John. <laughs> I'm like, look, I already have a Google Chrome account. You know, let me, or it's Chromecast, actually. Right, right. I said, let me just, I'll sign in with my name. Yeah. So I get him to plug it in, plug it up. Then I pull up a movie on my phone and say, broadcast to the TV. Boom. We're watching a movie through my phone that's yeah. on the 70-inch screen. That's funny. We got uh, a Chromecast. Yeah. Right? And 
the reason we, we got it was because, you know, we, we can watch internet at our house. Now, I live up on the mountain, right? Yeah. Very rural. And internet. Did you get that right? That's a reminder, John. <laughs> God, leave me alone. Jeez. But internet at our house is horrible because there's literally zero providers that will bring internet to our house via any kind of hardline hardline yeah yes. you, you're probably on satellite so we are forced to go to satellite yeah. and the satellite is just i mean does it make that sound like no but it should because it's just i mean it's absolutely horrible so we got the chromecast thinking we would be able to transmit from our phones which we have verizon and we have pretty good signal at our house surprisingly yeah. and we can watch movies on our phone but in order to be able to broadcast them over to the tv Right. Mm -hmm. Well, in order to be able to do that through Chromecast, you have to go through the Wi-Fi. Right. Which means we were still subject to once you got on the Wi-Fi on your phone, it wasn't pulling it over the the cell towers anymore. Now it's pulling it from the oh, uh, we the can dis disconnect your Wi-Fi from the internet, and then it'll just be like a its own. Then you can't connect. Well, the, you have the to be connected to. You have to be connected to the Wi-Fi. Yeah, but that can you can have a, a like a Wi-Fi that's not connected to the internet. And so right, if, but it because the phone is synced to the Wi-Fi, mm -hmm. it's going to want to pull the internet from the Wi-Fi. Oh, it's I not going you. to pull it from the cell tower while it's connected to the Wi-Fi. It's I think gonna, you can change a setting in your phone that says you know, like if the Wi-Fi signal is weak. Use my cell phone signal. Yeah, you know, I, there's a way. You ought to talk to your son. He's a tech guru. Right. Let me tell you, you can't do it. We tried. Trust me. With great frustration, we tried everything: disconnecting, reconnecting. Un you can't do it. Okay. Can't be done. Okay. I'm here to tell you. Okay. I know you're the the data is inconclusive. Crap. If you're listening to this episode, could you please uh, write us an email at info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. To tell John it can't be done. And help Ray out over here. <laughs> Some tech guru. Help him out. It he can't be a done. help. Can't be done. He can't, so, he can't watch his uh, uplifting comedy movies like Ace Ventura. Eh, better than some tearjerker. Jeez. You know, Ace Ventura. A guy and a dog. Let me climb out of a fake cow. That, that was not the most appealing part of, yeah. the, of the movie. But there were some funny parts. Sure there were. Moving on. You know, one of my goals, Ray, is to never again watch a Jim Carrey movie. Not even your favorite movie of all time, which is The Truman Show? That's not one of my favorite movies from all time. Well, I think we would be able to listen to previous podcasts. I like podcasts. it. It's... it's Mildly humorous. You said that's Jim, one of my favorite movies. But, but Jim Carrey is a terrible person. But you still said that's one of my favorite movies. I don't Thank care. God it's recorded the for goals are about things that you hope to achieve, right? All right. All right. And that is one of my goals is to never again watch a Jim Carrey movie. So what's the value of a goal, John? The value of a goal? Yeah. Well, it's whatever the goal is, you get the benefits of having achieved that goal. But how Plus, about just the value of having goals as opposed to just operating? Well, I guess it keeps you motivated yeah. moving forward. Yeah, it's a target. I mean, they say activity breeds activity. Well, and it's a target, right? Like we've said, do, it's better to do something and fail or make a mistake than to be stagnant and do nothing. So, yeah, at least if you're attempting... 
Well, and the, the goal is not the attempt. The goal is the, the decision to set your mind on, this is what I want the outcome to be, right? I mean, you, you, it's, it's a motivator, right? It, I think, brings clarity and focus, Okay, I agree with that. I, um, you know, any I will of concede the, those points. For, <laughs> thank you for your concession. <laughs> uh, you, uh, I know you've uh, read a lot or, or listened to a lot of uh, you know, kind of Franklin Covey type stuff. Yeah. They all talk about the importance of setting goals. Right. Right. I so, will concede that as well. All right. So... If, if we can, at least by your concession, agree that goals are important, yes, I think that's one thing that you know you hear a lot of, whether it's motivational speakers, the Tony Robbins or the Franklin Covey kind of things, um, will say the importance of goals, but then they don't get into kind of the mechanics of right. setting yeah, that's, a goal. Yeah, I, I agree. that I mean, I like that you're starting with, okay, well, why should you care about how to achieve goals. You know, if we don't first agree that goals are important to have. Well, yeah, I agree with you that goals are important. And and I think not necessarily because it's, you need to get that right. It's just a reminder. Are there hot girls in the area? Single moms? Listen, you and your Tinder. Jeez. Um, I said I lost my train of thought. This is why there should be no distractions. I I know that there is a setting where I can turn off notifications on my computer. Or or you can turn the volume down right here. All right, why don't I do that? Why don't you you do that? (laughs) Thank you. I mean, are you technology challenged? Technologically challenged, Ray? (laughs) Please continue. That's your new nickname. TCR, Technologically Challenged Ray. Man, I, I can... Uh, well, you're getting up there in years. What are you, 96 now? Almost, you're yeah. Looking, you're looking good for 96. Thank you. I love the horn rim glasses. No, they're not horn The Harry Carey glasses you have no, on there. No, they're not. They're not. So, huh. anyway, you were saying, John... You, you have suspenders on your now, socks. Now that, now that we have established the... Validity. Well, you didn't let me finish before your phone went off. Your it wasn't my phone. It was a computer. It was a damn notification. Get over it. Just keep going. Didn't they no, teach not, you that in podcasting? Not only two hundred one. Not only the importance of having a goal. Not necessarily achieving the goal is the goal. It's attempting the goal. It's having something to strive toward. Certainly, we want to achieve the goal. We wouldn't have a goal that we expected not to achieve. But the mere act of attempting is valiant in itself. Not achieving the goal is the goal? Is that what I heard you say? No, I said that's not the goal. The goal is not to not achieve the goal. It's not. The the goal is to achieve the goal. (laughs) It's the double negative goal. (laughs) But in lieu of achieving the goal, the attempt is valiant in and of itself. All right. You know what but stands for? But... Yeah. I, I when, thought when, I did. Were you going to tell when, me? When people say but, uh-huh. you know, hey, uh, you know, I mean, uh, da, 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 but. Uh, I know what you're going to say, and I totally disagree. I've heard this before. It means disregard everything I've said before. It means behold ultimate truth. What the hell does that mean? In other words, like you, I guess the easier way to say it is the disregard, yeah. right? Here's the ultimate truth. Yeah. Da, 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 da. But 
Here, behold, the ultimate truth is that's about a, to come. That's a game people play, Ray. It's called Yes But. Yes But? Yeah. Yes, I agree with you that, you know, uh, your plaid jacket and cream-colored tie look very well on some occasions, but this isn't one of those. <laughs> All right. Behold so, my ultimate truth, Ray. Right. See? Now you agree. All right. Yes, but. Moving on. Uh, goals. Here's what I have about goals. Would you like to hear my yes. notes? Yeah. I have that they should be definable. They should be attainable. And you should have a plan to achieve them. Boom. Roasted. Ha. <laughs> Bam. Definable. So it can't be, um, I, I want to do better next month. Right. Well, that's, how are you going to make sure you do that? Yeah. No, it's I sold 12 cars this month, and next month I want to sell 15. In 2021, I want to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. That don't work. Yeah. It'll so, be definable. What I is, like that. What does being happy mean to you? Right. Yeah. What does being better at your job mean to you? Right. And, and there, in my world, my data-driven world, I say there must be KPIs associated with this goal. Yeah. You I know? would agree with that. You so, would agree with that. So I you do. would concede my point. I do. I concede your point. Okay. So yeah. definable. Yes. I think that there ought to be, um, you know, KPIs associated or, it, or, you know. It needs to be something that, you know, you can say, yes, this happened or no, this did not happen. Right. 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 So whether there's, you know, key performance indicators along the way, I think that's always good where you can. You know, kind of set the goal and then work your way back, which makes it even more uh, attainable or even measurable based on how am I doing on my progress toward my goal or, you know, lack thereof. Yeah. And I think we break that down. Like, say, let's take the, you know, a very finite example of a salesman who sold 12 cars in uh, what's August. Right. And he wants to sell 15 in September. Yeah. You know, and and... You know, whatever he may have his own reason. He wants to reach the top of the board, or he wants to make more money, whatever it is. But we can't say, "I want to be a better salesman." Yeah. It's got to be, "I sold twelve, and I want to sell 15. Well, let's break that down. You right. know, how many ups did I have to get to sell those twelve? Oh yeah. What was my conversion rate? Right. You know, let's define these KPIs so that tomorrow when I come in, I'm not thinking, "All right, I need to sell three more cars this month than I did last month." It right. ought to be. I need to make 22 calls instead of 15 today. Right. I or, need to set five appointments today instead of two. Or 10 face-to-face -face conversations with people. Right. Right. Or at least, you know, in order to hit my 15, I have to sell a car every other day, right, of the yeah. 30 days. Or, you know, you break it down to working days. So I need to And sell. I'll say go even further than that. You know, I mean, obviously... You know, ha having a goal of selling a car every other day is a respectable goal. But you can't just say, all right, I'm here. You know, right. I'm waiting for a car deal. Right. Cross my fingers. Yeah. yeah. No, let's, let's take action and have definable, yeah. like I say, kind of micro goals or KPIs that we can hold ourselves accountable, you know, to reach. And, and the beautiful thing about that is, is once you can define those kind of markers along the way to your goal. Yeah. You don't have to worry about the goal so much anymore. Right. You worry about the next marker. Yeah. You know, like if we're going to do a trek across the United States, like, uh, who are those folks? Uh, Trekkers? Lewis and Clark. Oh, yeah. 
we're not going to say, all right, I'm in Boston and I'm going to go to Portland. Right. No. We're, gonna, we're in Boston and we're going to make it to the Great Lakes. Well, I don't know if that's a great example. Well. Because they were explorers, yeah. which means they didn't know there were Great Lakes. Because they hadn't, been, they hadn't found them yet. <laughs> they didn't have a map all the way to Portland and go, okay, we're going to make it to Boise by noon. <laughs> what about, what about a, you know, we're going to do 10 kilometers a day or whatever all right, it is, okay? All right, yeah, I, I get it. But I, I definitely agree there should be markers and we should reevaluate based on the markers, right? And there are some goals that are more broad-based goals, right? This is how many I want to do for the year. And there's some that are more short-term goals, that those are the ones where they should generate a certain level of daily activity. And uh, so I didn't hit the activity level today, right? So tomorrow, I need to pick it up a little bit, right? right? And maybe I'm a little ahead of my goal. So now, hey, you know, I can reevaluate. Maybe I can even do more. Well, I love that for two reasons is one, you, you expand on what is a larger goal. Maybe my goal is not to sell, go from selling 12 to 15. Maybe my goal is I want to be a sales manager. Yeah. Well, the, okay, then what do I need to attain to become a sales manager? Yeah. Well, being the top guy wouldn't hurt. Right. No. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, ongoing training, these kind of things. You know, I'm right. going to read a book every month or right. something. You know? Take on more responsibility. Yeah. Right? I mean, offer, hey, what, what can I do to help you guys? Right. Right? Spend time with the managers that are there, especially the ones you respect. Well, and the second point I got out of what you were saying is that there ought to be kind of updates, you know, status updates or strategy meetings, you know, if, especially if you're leading a team or something like this, you know, and you have team goals or individual goals. Oh, yeah. Hey, let's meet and talk about those. You know, how's it going? And how many meetings have you been in at the beginning of the month? Right, mm -hmm. where the sales manager will go, all right, go around the room. Bill, what's your goal for the month? <laughs> well, God, you did that this month. You really? That's all you're going to do? And that's the only time they talk about it, right? Susie, how many you got for this month? Yeah, well, oh, they, that's great. You're, then they talk about it on the 28th. Right. And say, oh, you're five away from your goal. Right. How are you going to get there? If they even do. I mean, I've seen a lot where the only time they talk about it is the beginning of the round, on the first. And yeah. then they'll tell you, well, your goal last month was 15 yeah. and you only did eight. Yeah. You really <laughs> think you're going to do 15? Why don't you try 10? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. I and mean, there's no interaction. No. There's no right. support. There's no update. There's no, yeah. hey, man, you're getting close to your goal or you got to really pick it up to get your goal. Yeah, tell me. Yeah, I, I love the having. Yeah, if I was doing that, if I was setting a goal, you know, letting salesmen be interactive with their goal setting. Yeah. I would say, tell me three ways you're going to accomplish that. Yeah. You know, or give me or, some markers. Or, or yeah, get their goals and then sit down with them one on one and go, all right. So you understand. I mean, I, I'm involved with a company that set sales goals and upper level management set sales goals for the people doing the That we're going to be doing the work. Yes, yes. yes. And they set a goal for them on on the 4th, yeah. right? So this was just this last week. Okay. Right? So it was last Friday on the 4th that they met with them to tell them what their goal was for the month. <laughs> that Obviously, they weren't going to be able to start on their goal until the following Tuesday because Monday being a holiday. Okay, yeah. Right? So they had basically 18 working days, and the goal that they set for them 
was more than that branch had ever achieved in the history of the company. Yeah. And and there was no, you know, here's, here's what we're going to give you in order to be able to help you attain this goal. There was no... It was just, this know, is the number you need to We're going to add hit. people to you. We're going to help participate. It was, hey, this is the number, and we know you can do it if you really try. Come. What? Yeah, we got, we got your back. You can do it. We, we know you can do it. So now they've set them up, right, which with this unbelievable goal, I mean, you know, it, literally their, their daily amount was almost equal if you broke it down, which I'm sure the executive team never did. If you broke it down, their daily amount was more than the last, you know, like 26 four, weeks yeah. they had done in – uh, you know, in a week's period. Right. But that's what they had to do every day in order to take this goal. Right. It just, boy, you want to discourage somebody? <laughs> Give them a goal that is just absolutely out of thin air without any, you know, kind of research or thought put into how we're going to, to get there. And I know what the executive team did. They looked at, well, here's how much we want to, we need to bring in. So therefore, this is what we need to do as a company, right? Divided by how many right. people are going to be doing <laughs> That's it. What they did, and here's so this is what we need each team to do. No consideration of which is exactly, I mean, so the opposite of good management for how to get there, right? I mean, you start with where are we? What are we attaining now? What kind of increase can you know? Should we can we expect? And based on what, right? Yeah, where are the holes in our process? Right, right. Where are the tweaks we can make? Yeah. And how will that impact our performance? And if we tweak, you know, you know, I mean, it's like if we've we've heard it said many times, you know, increase of of sales success within a business company of any kind, it's not one big dial. That you try to turn, right? It's 15 little dials. And if I can just Amen. get a little better here and a little better here and a little better here. Quit wasting so much time on this little thing. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, if we can just perfect every little step in the process, the end result's going to take care of itself. Right? Yeah. So so goals, I guess that goes back to the attainable part. Well, I was going to say, that's, that ties in great with that second point of attainability. And I don't care... If, you know, I sold 12 cars this month and next month I want to sell 30. Right. Hey, if you can show me a clear path to doing right. so, I'm behind you. Oh, absolutely. You know, I'll do right. everything I can to if get we're you to increase our marketing. We're going to give you extra resources. Here's some of the things we're going to do to be able to provide you the conduit to be able to do more. We've found some holes in the system. Here's some things that we see that you could, you know, improve on or perfect. Well, and I've found a lot of times in consulting with dealers Yes, there are ways to, you know, improve the conversion rate through training. There are ways to improve the number of opportunities we have through, you know, increased activity. Right. But there are also things we can dial back that are just time wasters. Yeah. You know, where, okay, that's kind of important, but is it more important than this thing that's going to increase our revenue? Right. No. So let's take less time on that. Yeah. But that comes down to a constant state of... Uh, evaluation of Amen. what's going on. Yes, exactly. Right? And that's where I think a lot of managers miss the mark is, you know, go back. It's like we've talked about with campaigns, mm -hmm. right? I mean, what's the value of a campaign if you never do the exercise of saying, how effective was this campaign? Right, right. right? I mean, and that's what we do as consultants. We'll go in and say, okay, so you did XYZ campaign. That's great. How'd you do? Well, I don't know. 
What, uh, what do you mean? I think you don't we got know. a couple deals. Yeah, I, I, yeah. We we had a few people come in. Well, how many? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I know a couple of them. Were. So you can do that campaign again? Yeah, we'll probably do it again. Well, why would you do it again if you don't know if it was effective? Right? I mean, maybe it was horribly ineffective. Which means you know, not a, oh God, we failed. But hey, that's good to know. Let's not waste time on that I've campaign, seen it, man. I've seen it a dozen times. Where or, I mean, multiple dozen. Where yeah. Or they say, well, the manufacturer likes us to do these. You right. Know, they send us the list. All right. So we print it out and give it to our BDC. Right. And that's the last I touch. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know. And we're going to do it again next month. <laughs> right. Uh, well, where is it on your priority of calls? Well, what's a priority of call? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you see that it's ineffective, yeah, if you run out of these other more effective campaigns, sure, make those calls too. Yeah. But, yeah, don't make them first and all day. Yeah, let's not take away from the fantastic things that drive our results and put it in and throw some okay things in there. You know, if if you get done with the fantastic things, you can do some okay things. Sure. But don't do the okay things before you do the fantastic things. Right. Spend all day doing the okay things, and then at the end of the day, you jump on the things that are really producing for you. Like, oh, we forgot about these. We better do these too. Well, all right, so definable. So, so uh, taking that in a, re- in a respect of goals, mm-hmm. goals can be changed yeah. as we see the effectiveness of what we're doing to attain that goal. And these are more short-term goals in my way of thinking, okay. not the long-term. Right? Long-term are more big-picture items. I want to get into management or you know, I'd like to be a GSM somewhere. Yeah, or, but at some point, then the goal becomes not really a goal but a suggestion right so i mean i wouldn't change goals without something drastically influencing my decision making process right right but i think if we see that you know i mean maybe goal needs to be modified as to you know what we're experiencing or our maybe it's not the goal that needs to be modified but what we're doing to achieve that goal. Yeah, I totally if, agree with that. Yeah, if we're not getting closer to the goal based on what we're doing, we'll stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> or start doing something else. Right, right. So definable, attainable, and then have a plan. Yeah. And I think that's what you're talking about is is adjusting the plan according to how effective it is. Yes. So, yeah, if our goal is, well, we want to sell 250 cars as a dealership, and how are we going to do that? Well, one way we're going to do that is we're going to introduce some cool new effective campaigns. Yeah. And then you print them out and throw them to the BDC and never visit them again. Right. Right. Yeah, I think that's what that's, you're saying. That's is. not. That's not going to get you where you need to be. Right. Well, we did. We only sold 190. What happened? I don't know. I gave the campaigns to the BDC. Right. Or, or I think another way that occurs is you know, well, you know, we sold 170 with. Nine salespeople, so we just need to add more salespeople. <laughs> it's the old, that's been done since the dawn of dealerships, right? That's been the thinking, right? Yeah, nine times ten that's 90. Okay, right. I just need two more salespeople, and I've reached 110. There you go, right? Yes, everyone is gonna add it. Yeah, that, that isn't necessarily the case. And I've also seen it with you know, we're going in and implementing a BDC. The stores never had a BDC, and they see an increase, right? And they have four BDC agents, and then they go, well, God, if we increase this much with four, let's, you know, add let's eight, add yeah. eight. Well, no, 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 no. 
you know, I mean, I, I literally had the conversation with a dealer where he was like, you know, come on, Ray, we need to grow this because they had grown to 100 or 220 units, mm -hmm. right? From like 180. Yeah. And he was like, well, God, if we double the size, you know, we're going to grow by, you know, the same amount again. I said, no, no do 240 a second month. <laughs> right? Let's make sure 240 is the new normal. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's, you know, you can't just take one month's worth of data and go, oh, well, let's just continue to. And, and I get that thinking. And I appreciate that thinking from dealers. But sometimes it's a matter of let's make sure that we've got it right. Make sure 240 is the real number with four. Maybe it's 260. Yeah, Lawson Owen always said, slow is fast, slow right? Slow is fast, yeah. Slow growth is the way to go. Absolutely. Well, I, I had one more note just, you know, to, to kind of jump back here on KPIs is to keep those bite size. You know, keep keep these KPIs, not, well, I want to go from selling 180 to 240. And it's key performance indicators or the measurable things along the way. Right, right. I mean, okay, maybe our big dealership goal is to sell 30 more units a month. But, you know, let's break that down into where am I going to get those? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to get 20 from the BDC. All right, how? Well, I'm only making 60 calls per rep now. I'm going to make 80. Right. You know, now we've got a. I can or go I'm into... increase my outbound campaigns, right? Because yeah. those are found deals as opposed to the inbound that are, you know, shopping their... Letting yeah, us fair. I mean, there are multiple yeah. different ways where we can influence that number. But what I'm kind of just showing you one hypothetical path is to break this 30 cars a month for the dealer down to this individual BDC rep needs to make uh, four more calls an hour right. during her eight-hour shift. Yep. And so I can go down there and put on the BDC board, you know, our goal was eight calls an hour. Now it's going to be 12 calls an hour. Right. And I, I would say that to dealerships all the time, which is, you know, if if I see what you're doing now, right, and and look at your KPIs, let's say for a BDC, right, and your call volume and your contact ratio and your appointment ratio and your, you know, show ratio and your sold ratio, I can see which one of those is off what I would expect it to be. Right. Which right. is great because I can help you get that one up. Yeah. Right. So if I can improve just that one segment, right, if everything else remains the same and we can just get increase the contact ratio from, you know, 18 percent to 20 percent or 30 percent. What's that going to do for the rest of, you know, as it flows through? Because the other things are going to remain the same. So, yeah, yeah I like to think of it as a, you know, a long pipeline right. with you know five or six different uh, shutoff valves along the way. Right. Well, you have all of them halfway open. Well, if we just open one to full blast, that's going to trickle down. Everything else is going to have a little bit more flow. Yeah. Well, we're we're going to get a I mean, the, the math doesn't, the physics don't yeah, work out I, on I, that. I don't, I don't know. you got bottleneck situations <laughs> going on. You, but, valves are breaking. Luckily, uh, <laughs> luckily. But the visual the, is there, John. I see it. I see it. Luckily, the sales process does work like that. Yes, yes. Where if we, you know, if we have five KPIs, we're looking at it for a salesman or a service writer or a BDC rep, and we can tweak one of those five, the rest by default are increased. Correct. We have better production Correct. out of the end of the pipe, Ray. Yep. I love it. <laughs> I mean, Ray, that's really what we do when we go into a dealership is we take that bird's eye, 30,000 foot view. Right. And we just look at all the numbers and say, huh, 
this one seems a little out of whack. Yeah. You know, from all the hundreds of dealerships I've seen, yeah. this one is an anomaly in your store. Right. Let's address that. Yeah. Well, then we, we work on that. This for a is month an area of underperformance. Right. From a grand scheme things. And, and it's, you know, it's just a matter of, it's easier for us as consultants to come in and see the forest and the trees right. than it is for the people who are boots on the ground doing that and they day. lose the forest for the trees right absolutely so yeah that's certainly uh it's a great and point. it's a thrilling i mean that's oh one, i love it one of the that's things what, i'm passionate about yeah. yeah and it's wonderful when you you get those things to click and then you know three four months later well how they're in your productions increased by 20 percent right revenue and units well and how many times have you been in a dealership and you point out one of those things? You know, you get involved in your daily. And I'm Absolutely. sure, you know, if we were working in that dealership and we had a specific role, we would be concentrating on right. that role. Right. And, and not it's seeing the easy big to lose sight of the big picture. Absolutely. So. I mean, moving forward from that point and kind of expanding on it is, okay, we identify one of the things out of the 60, you know, KPIs that we look at in a dealership. Right. All right, we work on that for a couple of months. Boom, it's handled. Now, we don't want to take our eye off that. You know, we, we kind of have the new process that's going to handle that. But then we move on to the next one. Yeah. We might have 30 things that we're going to address in this one dealership. Right. But we're taking that highest, most impactful thing that is, you know, what they call the lowest hanging fruit. Right. It's easy to accomplish, and it's going to have a huge impact. That's where we start, yeah. and then we just start going down the list, right? You know, to the things that well, it, it'll still have a big impact, but it's a little bit more work, right? Or this one, you know, or, it's just as easy, but it's not going to have as much impact. What I've seen, and I'm sure you have too, is once we tweak the low hanging fruit, it now points out other issues that you couldn't see until you fixed, you know, problematic. Right. Yeah, because you know, when you think of things in that process format, right? It's you know, process one, you know, it's if that's broken, right. yeah, you're not even going to see, I mean, from your water flow example, yeah. right? If you're, you know, if your first valve is mostly shut, right, it's just trickling through, yeah. you open that valve, now you're going to see that some of the other valves down the line weren't right. operating, but they, we never had a chance to even expose that because, shoot, we weren't getting enough flow through from the very beginning to even see that, that impact. Maybe a better analogy would be leaks in the pipe. Because as you plug the leak, you do get more flow at the end, right? Okay. And that works out in a physics standpoint as well. I love so we're it. plugging the leaks. We're right? leak pluggers. And we're adding ways to add more water to the pipes. Right. Hey, that's a big one right there. Bring that water. All right, man. Uh, well, I want to thank everyone for listening to another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting. We do appreciate it. We hope you'll listen again. to learn more about John and Ray, visit our website, SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com, where you can also listen to additional episodes or read articles we've written. Or email us directly, info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. We'd love to hear show ideas, comments, feedback, 
What about dealers and sales managers, Ray? If you're a dealer or manager who would like more information on our sales training, BDC training, new hire training, or process evaluation and improvement, simply email us, info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. And don't forget about the total dealership assessment, Ray. That's where we come in, evaluate the sales process, look at the lead flow. I mean, if you've got leads that you're not handling properly, we can help. And we can help both on the variable and fixed operation sides of the dealership. Right. And these are immediate action items that you can put in place tomorrow to sell more cars or write more ROs. Right. Simply email us, info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. That's info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com.